0: Whoa! There
1: Hi. she is. Happy Sunday. Happy How Sunday. I'm good. We got a little face going? on here. <laughs> I'm good. I apologize because I've done a lot of lives, but I haven't joined a lot of lives. I realize. Uh,
0: you haven't been on the other side. You're saying. Exactly. Yeah, oh, I like your I hair. Know. No one over there.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Today, there we go. Church, it's church day.
0: Yeah. Did you go to church this morning or oh, today?
1: I did, I did. I did the church thing. Okay.
0: How do I get well, the comments message?
1: off my face? You say what? figure out how to get the comments off my face.
0: I know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. How do is I it do there
1: that? to stay? It's okay. I don't
0: know. Hi. Um, Hi. It has to be a way. Um, sorry What's going that. on? What's going on? Um, yeah, we're here. How was church? What was the message today? If you can share please.
1: Well, uh, so I went to my parents' church and- okay the message Well, he reiterated the story of when Mary Magdalene found the empty tomb
0: yeah
1: um, and it was just interesting his perspective on it and interesting that we were gonna talk about women um, women today women's empowerment I was yes. thinking about it I was oh. like because Mary Magdalene was the one who found the empty tomb Oh. Wow. and it was interesting that he touched on the fact that you know the Bible discusses a lot of times when we think about Jesus and the disciples we think about twelve men but mm-hmm. the Bible talks a lot about Mary Magdalene, and she gets kind of skipped out of the picture a lot of the times. Uh-huh. So I thought it was cool that he talked a lot about her and her impacts and her um, her plot in the story. Her, you know, the they impact stay, that she had. Yeah. They stay <laughs> behind
0: every successful man as a woman, or women, if you know what I mean. That's,
1: yeah. That's what
0: <laughs> So, I mean, to my followers and people who might not know you, I met Kimmy on social media. Um, she posts always amazing content and I followed her. And over the time we, we built a friendship and I actually never met Kimmy in person, but That's we're like wild. IG friends um, <laughs> and I discovered that you have a podcast, um, it's, what's the name of your podcast? Oh, your IG live chat? That yes. is a podcast.
1: It's Empower Hour.
0: It's empower Hour. So I've watched a few of those and you're just really good at asking questions and interviewing people. So I was like, you know what, let's get her on and let her talk about women empowerment, women leadership, self-development. Um, before we get into that, can you just give people a synopsis or just a, a brief description of like your background, where you're from, um, what you do. I mean, also, people, she's really into nice watches. She's always got to watch one of them. you got a nice watch on today. day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's a watch girl too. So she loves watches. But yeah, just give people just a brief description of just like who you are and what you do and then we get right into it.
1: Thank you. How's my sound? How's your what? My sound. Yeah, I can hear you. You sound great. Okay, great. Thank you. And I first and foremost, that's wild that we've never met. I feel like we've met. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I appreciate you for inviting me onto your platform. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I'm from Kansas City and I- Oh, cheese. Yeah. next year. Um, Yes, I'm from Kansas City and I got the heck up out of Dodge. I went to San Diego. I went the corporate route first. I got a degree in accounting and was checking my boxes like this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to go to college. I'm going to go work in corporate. Um, I got a, you know, sweet gig working at a big four public accounting firm and worked as an auditor for a few years. But uh, i did i felt a tugging in my soul and that I wasn't fulfilling my purpose there we and, go <laughs> and that i had like i just had more to give and i saw the trajectory of what my life would be like staying there which was great and theoretically what i probably was supposed to do but i felt a tugging to go a different way so i followed this crazy i looked crazy quit my corporate job moved to la and pursued my passion to work in the luxury industry specifically yeah, with know. watches like you said yeah um i have a crazy knack for luxury watches um yeah so what's I. Your I favorite call-
0: watch? I'm what's your favorite
1: watch oh you put me on the spot yeah it's tough i have a lot of favorites um right now i'd say grand seiko is a brand that i really like i like yeah. the underdog brands because underdog. Yeah, a lot of brands are, you know, they have, it's kind of like any fashion brand, like a lot of people just want it just because of the brand name, uh, which is great. I also participate in that, but um, there's a lot of brands that are just not as well known, but have a lot to bring to the table. So yeah, I like Grand Seiko. If anyone listening hasn't heard of them, go seek them out. Um, But yeah, there's a lot of brands uh, that that are great. I could go on and on. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, thank uh, you for that. So Kansas City, you're not on the West Coast, you went the corporate route, you're into watches. Yeah. And now we want to talk about women empowerment. So yes. when I think of women empowerment as a man, I think about inspiring, motivating, um, encouraging, um, pushing a woman into her purpose or her path or her direction of which she believes she knows she can have and want. And granted, we all need to push, we all need, we need to challenge, we need someone to hold us accountable. But from your perspective, being a woman and having your uh, platform and your Power Hour, what is women empowerment from your end? How do you see it?
1: Sure. Great question. You're good Mm at this. (laughs) Uh, Women, my goal with women with Empower Hour uh, was really to create a space. I say safe space for women to inspire, educate, and empower one another. And not to exclude men, but... My goal with it is that I, women work great in community, right? And we work best when we're bouncing off each other and listening to each other and empowering one another and inspiring one another. So my goal with the podcast and with Empower Hour was to really just create a space where we can hear each other out. What do you have to offer? What can I learn from you? And how can I be empowered from, by listening to you?
0: I love that. That's a perfect elevator pitch. Sold. I want to buy this show. <laughs> so, I'm taking with that, offers. With, with, with being said, that makes sense. So, the question to follow that does that mean there's a lot of challenges um, in a workspace or just in personal life, uh, business with women amongst one another as competition, um, trying to belittle one another, step on top? Like, as a man, I mean, you see it sometimes with women competing, but you don't actually know it. So, what is the stratosphere? What is the environment like, women to women, when you go out, maybe to a nightclub, you go out to a dinner, or what? Like, what is it? Is is it more love? Is it more resistance? Mm-hmm. Is it more neutral? Like, what is that energy like?
1: Yeah. Too. From a general perspective. Right. That's it's. <laughs> I can't speak for all women, and I think it's yeah. it all, like the answer to that question heavily depends on what kind of women you are and what kind of environments you're putting yourself in, right? Yes. So I. I would say from a, from a higher standpoint, like if you look at corporate boardrooms, oftentimes there might be one woman at the table, or maybe at a senior manager position, there might be one or two women. I That's increasingly getting better. Yeah. There's more and more women getting there. But I think it's because of these conversations that women can can have with each other. Because if you're the only woman at the table, it's hard to seek out other women who think like you and want to achieve the same goals as you. So I think the, the goal of women empowerment for me, from my perspective, is to connect women who want to empower each other and inspire one another, because my, it might be difficult to find that where you're at or with your specific right. trajectory. For example, when I was in big four corporate environment, there were a lot of times where I was only woman at the table. Or I was, yeah, a woman who was going into a position where I needed to speak to a group of men. So with women empowerment, you want to create safe environments so that women can connect on a level that's relatable to them or with other women who want the same things as them. Does that make sense?
0: No, that makes sense. So you said, you know, a safe space. So as a woman in business for you, or just in in general, do you feel unprotected in, in any aspect?
1: um i don't say i wouldn't say i don't feel unprotected i would say that there are times where you just feel misunderstood
0: okay i like that or
1: um like uh yeah misunderstood is the word i'll use because i think a lot of times the the strengths that women have can get kind of brushed under the table because maybe they're not the same strengths that men have or they might just move differently
0: absolutely so there's a there's a quote that says um, when it talks about women and it said you want women to be strong and confident but when she's something she's too aggressive I forgot the quote you know what I talk, I'm talking about can't help you <laughs> Um, I'm, I can't remember but anyway it's like you know they say you want an independent woman but when she's in her independence um, she's too pushy or too challenged I forgot that. I'm, I find yeah. it but
1: yeah it's, I get, it's, it's I get the vibe
0: yeah it's interesting how narratives based on gender are so attached to a person in that that narrative becomes the world's uh, uh perception and and i think that's when a misunderstanding comes in because yeah. you know i'm saying oh she's a woman so therefore she thinks like this she feels like this she's that she's this and so that's going to make that but we don't even know that person's even say that we're just going off of what the world has given us and programmed us to believe about women mm. so for you to find your empowerment for you to find your motivation for you to be inspired what women or women have you looked up to who inspired you and motivate you to be more empowering be more of a, a trailblazer uh you have you or just a leader in your own role and position like who has inspired you in your life
1: it's hmm. another great question <laughs> and to your point that you were making about kind of the insinuation that comes along with with strong women uh and to connect those, that question, there's a Cheryl Sandberg is one woman that I do look up to. There are some things I disagree with her about, but overall, I am a big fan of her theories of, you know, how women can show up for themselves and how they can sit at the table as she likes to say. And she actually brought up a statistic or a, a, a study that showed that there is a positive correlation with men and success and there's a negative correlation with women and success.
0: Oh, now we yeah. why, did she explain why?
1: Um, probably, it, probably she, yeah. I watched a TED talk where she talked about that and um, I think she does go more into depth about it, but I think it's just kind of maybe our own thought paradigms and yeah. characteristics that are, we correlate to be with successful men are just a little bit I don't, I don't know actually why that is the case, but it is something that you notice. And especially with women amongst each other, when you're uh, seeing a successful woman or maybe you're seeing someone who's doing something that you wish you were doing, but you're not doing, you know, are you correlating? Are you getting positive feelings with that? Or are you getting feelings of envy and jealousy with that? Um, I think that could you that could touch on
0: this. be a life thing too for, for people because, you know, I've experienced that in multiple cases people close to me, or people I know in general. Um, what's, what's her name again? Cheryl. Cheryl Sandberg.
1: It? Cheryl Sandberg. What,
0: what is her background?
1: She's She works with Facebook. She's the COO of Facebook, I believe. OK, yeah.
0: got it. Got it. Um, yeah, so
1: she's sitting at the table. She's got a lot of great books and resources. I really look up to her. Um, obviously, like Oprah, uh, just these women who have just created space and yeah. have done it. Uh, Oprah, especially because she, to me, is the ultimate embodiment of a successful woman. And she's also done so much work spiritually. Yeah. Uh, because for me, I think you want to be well rounded. You want to do the work spiritually, physically, mentally, financially to be really a fully empowered person. And um, I think she's a great you example should, of that too. You should
0: coin that definition. I think that you should coin that. That's a great uh, analogy, a way to put that all in there for one bird. I think that's that's phenomenal. I like that. Because to be empowered, I mean you're working on every aspect of yourself, your identity, or how you see yourself. Um, I like yes. that. Uh yeah, so to talk about women and success and successful women, I love successful women. I love a woman who's driven, is independent, that knows what she wants. Because as a man, it's it's different when a woman is motivating you or challenging you like verbally, right? Or just like in your situation or whatever, you know, you're dealing with. But when, I, maybe women do know, but maybe when I, I know for me to see a woman go do her thing and kill it and dominate and evolve and elevate subconsciously to me, if I'm dating her or if she's a friend of mine or if she's a family member, it motivates me. It mm-hmm. impacts me like she's getting it like that's, that's attractive, right? Yes. that's like I want to have a conversation with her I want to know what her routine is like I want to know what does she do to prepare for me like just for example my, my aunt she's VP of uh, diversity and inclusion over at Netflix right oh, love that. and for 20-25 years she had her own business where she was talk about diversity women empowerment, consultant, just businesses but she's hit a VP over there and she's always been on the proud of becoming more, doing more. And she's the breadwinner and, you know, one side of the family. So it motivated me. I remember her sitting the family down, at least all the cousins and her niece and nephews, she's like, look, I don't want to do this alone. I don't want to yes. do this alone. And I remember like, it was like maybe like six, seven years ago. And I said, I got you, I'm coming, <laughs> you know, like, I was still, you know, yeah, I was, I was, I was still in my twenties trying to figure it out, but I was like, but it was just so motivating. Like she, man, you know, went to Columbia undergrad, and she went to Harvard Law School, and then, mm. you know, she just did it. You know, and I respect people, um, who do the work, right? It's yeah. one thing to read a book, right, and say, look, I got, I, I got this knowledge, but it's another thing to not only read a book but also live a book and experience it. And I think, for me, my intentions with women as I evolve as a man and understand them more, I want to empower women, right? Mm. And I, how do I empower woman? What do they really need? And as I got older, I'm like, damn, from my perspective, women don't need much out of a man, men, they really just need simple stuff. You know, when it comes to a partner or a friend, it's just empowerment, uh, motivation, letting them know that you care, right? And just, just, you know, holding them accountable in different ways. And I realized as a man, when you do your thing and you're in your purpose, it's easy for a woman to get her purpose if she doesn't have yes. one. Or- Right, yeah. and vice versa. So, I think as men, you know, I believe you know, men these days, um, I think we got to step up more for women. Right, women are showing up in all facets, right? Money, uh, a uh, uh, business, uh, a uh, uh, home, um, on um, um, parenting. Like, women are doing a whole nine yards, they're doing a the whole hundred yards. Football. <laughs> so, what I think I discovered was that women don't really need men or depend on men no more really depend on who you are for money anymore. That's not like it as attractive and if it is, it doesn't, you, your money won't keep them there. I think right. women are speaking now for men um, is spiritual currency, right? Someone who's spiritually strong, someone who's spiritually capable, someone who's spiritually grounded and understand the spiritual realm as much as the business. So. It's a, it's a dichotomy of like a lot of different things. But I think if men and women, we kind of communicate, understand your perspective, understand what uh, leadership is, what um, um, motivation is, from your perspective, because we like to generalize what we believe something is for someone else. But women think differently than men, Yes. right? Yes. So I think you said that safe space. I think that safe space for women is just listening to them and letting them speak on what they feel not what we think is right because men were logical we like to you know things make sense but there's a quote that says whenever you're making a big decision always get advice from a woman
1: hey i've said
0: that you know not to go off tangent but i just think i just you know had to you know unpack that and say that but moving forward uh what I is I
1: don't think that's a tangent at all actually. I mean, I no, I, mean, I, know, you,
0: no, I just want to keep it this this is about
1: You said the yeah. word purpose. Yeah, And sure. Sher- sheryl Sandberg talks a lot about that too. She talks about a part of being an empowered woman is be having the right partner and making Ooh, your partner oh, an actual oh, partner.
0: Hold on, say, it again. say that again. Hold on, say it again. You got to say that again. <laughs> that's powerful. Say that again. That's powerful.
1: Part of being an empowered woman is having the right partner and i think having the right partner is, is finding someone who is in their purpose and to your point um, makes it easier for you to be in your purpose
0: it. right interesting yeah, that, yeah yeah um we talked about self help we talked about books like what books are you currently reading or you you you've been going through audio books have you really <laughs> been reading lately
1: wow i i've been inundated with books lately um yeah. Based on some some recommendations from friends. Um, I actually just listened to The Way of the Superior Man on audiobook. Oh, where's it at? Where's it at? Is it Yo. Okay? Yo, it's so good, right? Yes, yeah, so good.
0: This book has helped me so much, like in so relationships, nice. just understanding my last while I did I talk about love versus purpose. Like, man powerful book people y'all should get this book y'all should read it i'm telling you change <laughs> yes. your life
1: literally men and women That's i think great. men and women need to right, read right. that yeah. yeah um men and women should both read that book uh, because uh, i think it's it's if you're if you want to be a superior man read it if you're one if you're a woman and you want to find a superior man i think you should yeah. should read it Absolutely. um i'm also big uh, right now i have to shout out my favorite book that i'm rereading which is female Brain. Ooh. Um, oh, I read that book. You read that book? I listen.
0: Listen to me. Listen. Love to me. You like listen. I read the female brown brain and the male brain. But male here's brain. the thing: this was like seven years ago. So, um, my talent agent when I first moved to LA, uh, his name is Rodney Chestnut. He was like a big time superstar on Noah's Ark show. He was gay, right? Mm-hmm. And before you know, I came to LA. I didn't really understand, you know. People who are in that world, and so we always would have like deep, intimate conversations. And I've dated a girl one time um, who she told me her brother knew he was gay at the age of three. So it, it, it triggered my mind to said, "Hold on, I gotta do some research. I'm really curious about how someone, det- you know, determines their sexuality. Like, where did that come from?" Yeah. So I think I read the male brain, and that was kind of accurate about how men think and how we are. Then I read the female brain, and then the female brain. Uh, she quoted a lot of like other books and stuff for her uh, information. She said a, a gay man's brain is equivalent to a straight woman's brain. And she was saying some of it is hereditary, it's hormonal. It's from the DNA, it was, just, it was deep, yes. it was deep, but it made things things make sense in my right. mind. And it's just like, I get it now. Yes. And a lot of people don't believe in that, a lot of people don't want to hear it. But, I'm a type of person, I want to help people in life, I want to, so it's like if you don't, doesn't matter your sexuality, sexuality, doesn't matter your religion, doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, white or black is about, if you're in my life and you're in my frequency and I'm supposed to help you, I'm going to help you. I'm not going to judge you based on what you're choosing or what you're doing because I don't have control over that, right? So my whole thing is I seek to understand then to be understood because if I project what I'm feeling about that stereotype already missed the boat already missed the shot because mm-hmm. i'm not understanding what i'm dealing with i'm just examining it and giving my thoughts and my perception and it's just yeah. not fake but that's a book that's a great book
1: yes. yeah great book yeah it's crazy yeah. that it all comes down to like a chromosomal break off yeah at, at yeah. the end of the day but as far as for for women or feminine energies mm-hmm. people who identify as female um right. i think the book is really helpful because as a woman going through life and male brain, but as when you're going through life to, to have an understanding of the way that your emotions work. And if we want to talk self-development, women's leadership, women's empowerment, that all comes together. When you can understand what's happening to you, like when, when you're what your hormones are doing and how that's, how that's affecting how you're thinking on any given day and how you're reacting to things. I think for women in leadership, it's highly important to be in tune with yourself, and the way you think and the way you react to things, because that way you can be a better leader, and that way you can empower more people. And you're not just reacting emotionally; you're you're coming from an educated place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That book yeah. for me was huge.
0: Yeah, it explained a lot. You know, of just a lot of things I had questions about, and you just I, 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 what I discovered as a man dealing with old people, the more I always say, information changes situations and if you're questioning something you don't have a clue or understanding about when you get the information from a context that makes sense you're allowed to have not only compassion for a person in a situation um grace um you're also going to be more forgiving because you have more understanding of what that person was going through in the moment of whatever happened to you so for me i'm always looking for an edge or a loophole to find like I need, it's something there that I need to figure out to make this like, oh, that makes sense. Right. You know, like, yes. oh, okay, so y- yeah. And I think as people, we don't take time to process our feelings, our thoughts and emotions because we're just impulsive sometimes yep. and we think about what another person is going through. We just go up what we see and not what we know. And what happens is we quit the judge. Oh, I would never do that. Oh, she's crazy. Why she do this or why she do that or you know like you know why she wear all this makeup or why he always showing his money or you know what I'm saying? And then you get down and you say, well, you know she was very she was verbally abused as a kid and you know she was always talked down on and she doesn't feel secure. You know what I'm saying? In her own skin yeah. and skin, yeah, right? Or he was always broke. He never had money and everybody shitted. You know what I mean? Like once you unpack people's lives and stories, you're like huge. I, was, I get it you know yes. so it's so important I, I wanted to ask you we talked about, we talked about leadership uh for a bit what does women leadership what is that to you but what does that look like in a big big picture like what does women leadership look like if you had to you know paint that picture for us
1: uh i'm gonna quote cheryl Sandberg again because she <laughs> says uh someday we'll just have leaders and not women leaders oh. <laughs>
0: Cheryl, Ooh, aha moment, sweetable moment.
1: It's like Oprah said. <laughs> yes, I'll Cheryl right there. But it, it's yeah. true. Like it's the same as any minority group, and I put yeah. that in quotes because that you know that's on a spectrum. But when you're underrepresented at any specific table, first you gotta get the representation at the table, and then everyone can just be seated there equally. And I think the future of female leadership is just leadership, okay. but for now, I think it's a it's a process of both sides. So like, women or feminine energies, becoming more empowered themselves, putting seating at the table, like Cheryl Sandberg says, and, and knowing your strengths, acting on your strengths, and creating space for more women at that table. That's critical, not just hogging your seat, but creating more seats for other women at your table and pulling them to the table. Yep
0: to the table let's eat we all eat come on place. never eat alone like come
1: here <laughs> come to the table let's eat what you want to eat right like, let's yes go. come here um, and and men pulling up seats to the table which is no, again absolutely. I appreciate conversations like this you're bringing me on your platform yeah, and yeah, let's, together we can rise
0: better. together we can do whatever together is better together is more like we like come on we can transform together I don't want to do this alone I don't want to be alone it doesn't feel it doesn't feel good to be in a position where you are not only want all the information or the understanding or the intellect or the finance, well, whatever it is. Everybody, I want, I want you to be intelligent. I want you to feel empowered. I want you to have money. I want you to be motivated. I want you to teach me something. I don't always teach. I want to learn. I want yeah. you to challenge me. So if i got, uh got uh, real lions and, 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 and real people on my team, that's going to challenge me in a real and authentic. I don't have no choice but to grow. Yeah.
1: They
0: say you are the five people you hang around, right? Love and that. I think that, you know, you, people take it for granted because they don't really understand it. But I always like to break it down in like um, energy and like sports, right? So if I want to play pro basketball and I'm just getting out of college, I'm not going to go play with the college guys. I'm going to go play summer pro and with the pros. I'm going to see if yeah. I'm good at And the more repetition, because repetition is the mother mm-hmm. skill. The better I'ma get if I'm playing with the professionals, right? Or if uh, Ed Milot, uh he said, and I always thought of this: say you're in a tough environment, you're 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 struggling in life. It's hard to to make ends meet. I say once a week, twice a week, go somewhere where it's nice at, where money's at, where it feels good. Just go mm-hmm. go to Starbucks in the richest neighborhood. Go to the park in a nice neighborhood, and just. Just be there for an hour and see what happens to your energy. See what happens to your thoughts. See what happens to your frequency. Do so mm-hmm. you gonna think different? You're gonna feel different, you're gonna be different, and then therefore different can show up in your life. But if we stay in the bubble we grew up in, we were raised in, we can never grow outside of that bubble because outside of that bubble is uncomfortable. And I was reading something this morning and he said, When you go down a road to be comfortable, you're never gonna live the life you want. You just mm-hmm. never. Mm-hmm. So you have to put yourself in uncomfortable um positions where you're taking chances to your advances and you're taking risks. Yeah. But we're so afraid of uncertainty and we want to control our life that we don't prepare our life for the best life because we're always trying to like, I can't do this, I can't do that. I used to be that way. Yeah, I just gotta do like no, just live, just be, go for it. what you got to do. Yeah. You can only learn. Yeah. Um uh that's Absolutely. another question questions for you was one question was what are some challenges you face or you think women face in business um in general you know not only with men but just just from stereotypical like what is it what is most the most common thing you have witnessed in business with women the challenges that you face
1: sure and quick shout out to plug to my own empower hour i have an episode with chelsea her last name's escaping me with chelsea on my power hour she's a badass ceo of multiple businesses and we talked a lot about some of these things but um generally it's oftentimes that women feel a need to overcompensate their own knowledge and their own worth and their own mm. information at the table Ooh. um uh, again wow. a, a, a quote a citation is from cheryl is that um if, if you take the same survey and you ask men and women the same uh, subjective questions about themselves, women will uh, nine times out of 10 underestimate undervalue their own skills, and men will overvalue their 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 skills. So it's it's interesting that, to see that what happens is you have women under their value or, or overcompensating trying to prove what they know uh,
0: yeah. at,
1: at a table, I could see, I see that happening in real estate and corporate and all over the place. It's just that you, you feel, and, and that comes down to women not negotiating for themselves, women not asking for raises, things like that. Um, Why do you
0: think they, they undervalue or underestimate their power or their beliefs? Where does that come from, you believe?
1: To geek out about it, I think it comes down a lot to our, our biology and our, and our brains and our hormones and the ways just that we think naturally. Um, But I think it's a it's a paradigm shift. And I think it's a it's a training, the way you train yourself to think about your value and the way you show up and the way you represent yourself. It's it's a habit that you form over time. Um, I've had instances even in my industry, I'll use myself as an example, because I can't speak for all women. But where I, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to watches, right. And, and I'll be explaining something to one of my clients who's a man and they will be like "Mm, i i'm not sure if that's correct are you are you sure about that me knowing i'm right i'm like maybe am i right (laughs) wait but his confidence and his thought had me second guessing the way i was thinking about something i knew that i knew
0: i had a conversation with a young lady and i challenged her on her opinion and i had a different opinion so in that process, I was watching her and I was seeing, I was like, she was trying to change. I said, oh, ho, 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 ho. I said, no, 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 don't do that. Do not change your opinion for my opinion. You're not going to do that. And I think that's when men, some men come in and they take advantage of women because they see that. I'm more so like, no, 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 keep your opinion, stay in your truth, right? Because you feel that way for a reason. Don't change it because you want me to feel safe and comfortable for what I feel like no that no that's okay like I get it I respect it I mean that's your view of that situation and I think it might come from um and I could be wrong but I think innately women are just very nurturing and nurturers and like they they, they get birth right so they're always trying to um I can't say always trying but I feel like they have a, a, a something in them that they want to compromise right they don't want to hear
1: compromise. you out yeah
0: yeah because they said it and I think the women bringing them, the male brain, it was like Women want less confrontation. Like they don't like confrontation, so right. they just it's alright. We'll figure it out. Like you know, and yeah. but to any women watching, listening, when you have a strong opinion, don't let a man, don't let a woman, don't let anyone, anyone who has money, fame, what don't let no one change how you feel. Like literally, like stand on that. Like yeah. stand on your belief because your belief is from your perspective, from your experiences, from what you went through, and from what you know. So don't let. Scripture, don't let a person, don't let even statistics. I'm listening to a, a, a book um, by David uh, Rubenstein. Uh, the book is called How to Lead. By the way, mm-hmm. the CEO of Pepsi is a woman, the CEO of IBM is a woman, and there's a few other there like their CEO. But people don't know that, right? He's a big, yeah. big guy for years. Um, and so there was an episode, there was a guy, Tim Cook. He, he, he spoke of Steve Jobs, and he said, was it over, the guy was asking him, was it overwhelming when you got to Apple? Was it? He was like, no, it was empowering. He's like, for people to think like this, to be like this, he said, I was happy. He said, the thing about Steve was, you can talk to Steve Jobs about anything, and he will always say it can work. Where now he's like, in our industry, there is analysis and statistics that say 99.9% that won't work. <laughs> And he's like, Steve was never that guy. He always would not always go against the grain, but he, com- he believed if you felt dearly about something strong, that you could do it. And I try to yeah. tell people that I've always been the guy in class. I was a nerd in school. Like I got straight A's, you know, I'm always challenging the teacher, like not to be like a dick or asshole. It was just like,
1: I don't know, I'm
0: curious, can you <laughs> break it down in a different way to make that same answer?
1: Oh, you were that guy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I think people are afraid to go against authority or someone who has a title, who has a status, because they want to think they're always right. It's like I'm not always right. You know what I'm saying? We're not always right. We can be wrong. And I think it's important for women and men to like stand on what you believe and yeah. don't just say I'm not. I'm forget. Don't worry about it. Because I've been that person too. Then you don't get nowhere.
1: Yes. So you know. Know what you that, know. Be yeah. loud about it. Be confident about it. Um, I, th- I think to your point, yes, women tend to be a little bit more empathic and yeah, a little bit more conflict avoiding, and we're going to be sensitive to the other person's feelings. So maybe we're like, oh, I think they're wrong, but I'm not going to let them know here right right now. Um, but it's confidence. And I think, again, when we come back, when we circle back to what women's empowerment means, it's being around more women who speak so confidently and who say what they say and know what they know, it's, it it's attractive, it's contagious, you're going to, Oh, she's confident about what she's saying. I could be confident about what I'm saying, too. So the more you surround yourself with that power and that confidence, it's going to rub off on you inevitably.
0: Absolutely. And that's important. Um, what, yeah, another question. So far as women from men, what do you think women need from men um, in general, one, but in the business uh, sector? Like, what, what do you think? Not that women demand or they will appreciate, um, I always get the word respect. But a lot of times like words, right, we have our own interpretation of what those words mean to us. So respect might look different to you or someone else. But and I'm not saying that that's your thing, but what do you think women will want or need, you know, from men in business mm. to make things more, you know, not not so one way or not so lopsided. It could just be even killed, it could be like, you know, because I think, we all got to understand everybody thinks differently everyone doesn't believe in rituals and morals and principles but I think listening to people is important for all people and really understanding like listening to the listening you know how someone say hey I like those shoes and you're like oh maybe you want to buy those shoes you know what I mean like you're really listening to listen and not listening to respond so what do you think
1: um I think there's several several ways that Men could show up for women in yep. life, but specifically business. And I think mm, one is again creating space for women. Um, again, inviting them to the table, uh, getting I would say if you've noticed that a woman hasn't said her opinion, you could specifically seek it out. Right. Yeah. So if you're at a boardroom table or you're in a group or you're you're in some type of scenario where you notice that the female hasn't said anything. First of all, I'd encourage that woman to speak up. But secondly, I would say that to seek out that opinion, Hey, what are your thoughts on this? Because she might have a lot of valuable things to say, (sighs) but felt overpowered in the room and couldn't get her thoughts out and therefore got washed away, but would have had some really dope stuff to add to the conversation. So I'd say like bringing, making space for them and then intentionally seeking out, what their thoughts are on something. Because men and women think about things so differently. Again, back to male and female brain, we interpret things completely different. And women have a lot to bring to the table that complement what men are bringing to the table just in a different way. So sometimes you, if you can seek it out and intentionally make space for that, I think that's helpful.
0: Yeah, and you know, I like that you said that because I've been in several meetings and I've, I'm am a I'm a watcher. I watch people. Like body language, eye contact, energy. And I've noticed I, I, everybody is speaking, I'll be the one like, whoever the woman is in the room, I'm like, what do you think? Yeah. There's there, there's a great quote by a woman in the Forbes top 100 and it said the best business advice that she could give anyone is what do you think, right? Because what do you think is so undervalued because I know what I think, right? Mm-hmm. But once I can ask you, like, ask you, what do you think? Now you're giving me a perspective from your, from your brain on what you think. That is able, if it is different, for me to process what I'm looking at differently. With Wayne yeah. Dyer's quote, "Change the way we look at things, the things we look at change." And that's why women and male uh, feedback and advice is important. Um, not that it's always right, but it's always good to get a different perspective because then you can weigh yeah. the. Based on how many there are. But if I'm only getting male perspective, it's like, ah, that's cool, bro. But hold on. Kimmy, what you think? Yeah. Oh, I think, blah, 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 Wow, you know what? I like that. I didn't even, because mm-hmm. if I'm not looking at it like you, how can I even think of it in that way to get the answer, the result I'm looking for? Yeah. You know, yeah. That takes, it takes two entities, two energies, uh, masculine, feminine. Um, and yeah. I just think it's very important. Absolutely. so i got a i got a question i feel like um i feel like you're very you know educated motivated um uh you're very driven you know you're intelligent you you do it all but i've witnessed something um on your on your instagram that was very appealing and I was like she has this side to her right yeah. So, I'm just gonna play the video. Oh shit! <laughs> and you give me the feedback of what you think.
1: If I'm supposed to meet up, a- and you can't match two, that's <laughs> on you. <laughs> I'm on my way. Five <laughs> minutes. Five. five. <laughs> two is five. five seven.
0: <laughs> do you
1: Oh my god!
0: Yo, listen. When I saw that, I was like, "Hold the hell!" Like, Who is this person? Is this the Gemini kicking in? Five and right, seven. And if I lay, <laughs> it I'm, I'm, I'm like, yes. Right. Yo, oh my god! That right there. Yo, that right there. That combination uh, in the person wherever male, female, it's awesome, right? Like you can be motivated, you can be driven, you can be business minded, but then you can be really silly, silly and funny. I think laughter is medicine. I think, you know, what I don't see and maybe there, maybe it's women to women conversation or uh, uh, togetherness, unless women are just silly and they do memes and stuff like you don't see that many like silly, goofy, funny women. like. Expressing, out showing that side, but there, but there are multiple women that are probably like that. We just don't know, but I think from a man seeing a woman like that, I think that's attractive <laughs> because it's like, yo, she's silly like <laughs> like, and I think that's another way. And I might be giving some some game right now. uh That's not that's not a way to attract uh, a guy, but that's maybe to get a guy to like open his eyes up more and look at you even different. Like, yo, she have me laughing all day. Like, I, I want to work <laughs> with her. I want to do business with her. Oh, I want to date her. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, a, it's yeah. a different side that we don't get to see out a woman from a general perspective. We're, like, we're just looking. We're going for the looks, the swag, the vibe, right? But we just don't see. You just don't see women being goofy and silly like normally. Like at least I don't. So right. when I swear, I was like, yo, this is good. You got to keep doing these. Yo, doing
1: shout like, shout like,
0: out to Elsa. You from You know? Shout but out to Elsa. For sure. She you got know. her
1: Versace deal. I don't know if you saw oh, yeah. her. He
0: winning. She killing. Yeah. It. But she yeah,
1: loves. I think it's. Thank you for that. But yeah. I, it's like again, it goes back to just being authentic. And I think it's hard. I, I don't. I don't want to be so preachy, but it is hard. Like when you're a woman, you're trying to present yourself. I I've struggled with it too. Like how do I want to represent myself? As a yeah. woman this day and age, you know, I'm a professional. I want people to take me seriously. You know, if you're doing real estate or selling watches or doing women's empowerment, if you post something goofy, are people not going to take you seriously? Are they not going to think that you're smart? If you to- if you post a sexy pic, are they going to not take you seriously? They're going to objectify me now. So um, thank you for, for saying that. And I think it, it is just a balancing act of being your authentic you self these days. And then, but also you have, if, if you've done the work to back up what you're bringing to the table, you shouldn't have to worry about how people are going to interpret you. Like right. if you know you're smart and you know that you, you're a hustler and you, you want to post something funny, then post something funny. Yeah, if you're sexy be- and you'll post something sexy, post something sexy and you know, you're smart. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Um, like, it's it's he, just, he all of you at all times,
1: do it all, do whatever you want. Be authentic.
0: Be authentic. That's right. So. Yeah, Kami, I mean, I guess, you know, that decides, you know, that ends the interview. But what is what do you have going on? Can you share with the people watching and who's gonna look like what do you have going on? What are you working on? Um, where can we find you on all social sites? We know your Instagram, but just in yes. general.
1: Thank you for um I, it's weird being on this side of the interview. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my, my at is obviously Kimmy so blessed and you can also follow at empower our podcast. Um, if you would like, you can please subscribe to the podcast. It's on Spotify and Apple and all streaming. And we, we just have a bunch of really dope women on there that we talk to. And that's something I'm really passionate about right now. I'm also in real estate. So if you want to buy a house, um, I have some content coming out specifically geared towards women, in real estate. So, if you're a woman watching this or listening to this, and you've bought a house or purchased a home, please reach out to me because I'd love to talk to you. Um, and yeah, that's what we're working on: Just empowering women and being authentic. And I appreciate is, you, Eric.
0: Is she single? You is don't she? have to, you don't have to answer the question. I'm just saying. Like, She's dating. To my you before the interview. And just let you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you don't gotta answer. You can say no comment. It's fine. Um, but anyway. Before we get out of here, I just want you to give me like one phrase or one statement or one word that represents empowerment to you for the people watching. We can
1: do it like that. Can I give you an Oprah quote?
0: Of course, I okay. love
1: Oprah. Yeah. I got this last night. Um, the Lord sent it to me. Got it. Um, but she was quoting a book she read and it said authentic power is when your personality comes to serve the energy of your soul. So whatever, wow. whoever you are in the world, how is it serving what you came to do? And that's
0: wow.
1: something oh, I'm so taking home.
0: Whoever you are in the world, how is that serving what you came to do? Damn. So good. That makes you think, think.
1: Yeah. Think. Wow. And I, I think it ties this conversation up well because if you can show up authentically, make sure your personality is serving your purpose Yeah. to be empowered. That-
0: make sure hold on is that yours is that your thing
1: That that's my paraphrase of the quote authentic power is when your personality comes to serve the energy of your soul
0: but what you said prior to that i think you should put that in your bio i don't know yeah. what you said but how you said it was so on point it's like a, like a tagline a slogan.
1: i'm gonna listen back yeah, this, yeah your personality should serve your purpose yeah I
0: understand. all right well kimmy thank you for I appreciate being appreciate you eric i appreciate you thanks for being such a gem and Genuine and authentic and real and empowered. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of women and the men watching this felt empowered by your presence and your authenticity. And uh follow Kimmy so blessed. Follow her. Go to her podcast, mm-hmm. Hit her up. Like she's powerful, she's in real estate. Don't forget she got them nice
1: watches, baby. Got you. Whatever you need, I got you.
0: Yeah. So uh with that being said, have a phenomenal Sunday, a safe Sunday. And um, I see you on here soon. You.
1: <laughs> Happy Easter, everyone. Right.
0: See you later yeah so check this out check it out check it out that was great we did great she did great bum, 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 bum. women empowerment women empowerment women empowerment let's go have a good week good day i'm out this will be up on my page go check it out give me your comments give me your feedback let me know how you know how you feel tell a friend and tell a friend we out peace and love be great treat yourself right love yourself